we're here. Just stay tuned. We'll be on the air and we'll bring you all the action. But Heat, this team tonight, I think they'll start off the season with a shutout as well. Austin East has lost their head coach. They lost the best player on the team, which was their quarterback, Foster. And they do not bring near the numbers that Alcoa does, nor do they have the talent. The speed with some players for Austin East is there, but they will not match up athletically, size-wise, or speed-wise against your Alcoa Tornadoes. Yeah, not at all, Marty. You've got a sophomore starting at quarterback for Austin East after losing the talented Trey Foster, who had been the premier guy for the Roadrunners at quarterback over the past few seasons. Not only the premier quarterback, but the premier playmaker. As he made uh-huh. most of the plays on the field, not just with his arm. He did a lot of running for this Austin East team um, and really helped them in many games be able to do what they did and to be so successful. I don't necessarily see them being as successful tonight, especially with the young quarterback at the helm and this young quarterback having to face probably the toughest defense he's ever going to see. And, indeed, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 pregame show. Bob Ramsey, the paid for by Bob Ramsey for State House District 20, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. We'll be back after these messages. We all come from many walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. 
In Blount County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blount County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at at WhitlockCPA.com. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal Opportunity Employer. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 389-7412. 
Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate in terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message. Get off the knees. This is the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 pregame show. It's brought to you by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. Heath, there's about... 18 minutes left to go before kick. Tradition of national anthem. That's the reason we were on break for so long. We apologize about that. We don't apologize about the national anthem. It was absolutely beautiful. It was a recording of Jennifer Hudson that played. And before that, there was a song called Something Liberty by the Austin East Choir that was really good as well. So uh, I thank them for the hospitality we've received over here tonight. They did have Buddy's Barbecue downstairs. Uh, to eat before the game, but uh, Heath and I were busy concocting a tent uh, over top of our heads to make sure we stay dry tonight. And tonight, and uh, Heath, that was a struggle with the wind and and all the other elements that were happening as we were struggling to get this thing uh, erect. Well, Marty, uh, not only did the tent almost fly away, but we almost did too. So yes, we were uh, lucky to be able to to hold it down. And Shout out to the real MVP, Scott and Trevor Dunkel, who brought some rope for us as well to help us hold this bad boy down. So we're uh, we're still um, maneuvering a few spots to just really secure it, make sure it's good. But for the most part, I think think we're in here and uh, we're uh, in it to win it. So hopefully the uh, weather holds up and we can get this party started, Marty, because both of these teams I know are itching to go. Obviously, before the season, there was a lot of uncertainty around if these games would be played or not. But luckily, we have been able to start the season. You have seen some teams 
that have already had to kind of cancel two weeks at a time to try to see if they're going to be able to play or not, and we're still waiting to find that out. And so uh, we'll see if that's, that's going to continue and what season it affects and how it affects Alcoa. But in on the headset with me now, uh, Scott Dunkel. And, Scott, uh, great to have you, number one, but number two, um, you got to witness a, a great first game for the Tornadoes last week. You get the perspective of doing it from a statistical point of view. But uh, your your thoughts on last week's game? Uh, very good game on Alcoa's part. A couple more turnovers than I'm sure Coach Rankin would have liked. But um, really surprised at how well Alcoa, especially the defense, dominated Blackman. Uh, they just – Kept that game under control. The only touchdown Blackman got actually was on a recovered fumble return for a touchdown. Um, other than that, Alcoa, fantastic job on defense. As we knew coming into the season, they had a really good defense. Offense struggled a little bit, but that's a little newness, especially with the quarterbacks getting used to the running backs, a couple of fumbled handoffs, but um, did extremely well. Um, you know, Scott, and when you talk about that, you were talking about the quarterbacks. And speaking of quarterbacks, that, that was some of the uncertainty coming into the season as, you know, they lose a, a quarterback in Sam Bolton, was only a junior, thought you were going to have him for one more season. But then Bolton had elected to uh, go to California to go to a, an offense that was a little bit more pass-friendly to give him a little bit more exposure, certainly understandable. Um, and so Alcoa was kind of trying to figure out who was going to be the guy this year. And they've got, they've got quite a few now, luckily. But um, it's still a two-quarterback competition, but losing him certainly hurt. Yeah, Heath, it did. Um, but what we've seen out of Sam Walton came in um, after um, Saftar McCreary. I'm, I'm going to be like Marty. It'll take me a little while to get used to that. <laughs> but um, once you know he got a little bit of playing time, then Sam came in. Sam looked uh, just like he did last year. Really good touch. Well, you know, Zach, yeah, Zach Lunsford, the sophomore quarterback, coming in and doing some work after Southstar did. And Southstar, though, impressive. Kind of a nice Scott that, you know, to be honest, I didn't realize, I guess, even when he went out of the game, how well he had truly done. But when you go back and look at the stats, Southstar finished the night 6 of 6 for 115 yards and a touchdown. Um, I, he just quietly was able to build up those passing yards and uh, finished the night perfect um, with, a, with a six and six uh, throwing percentage at 100%. So it was pretty impressive to see what he was able to do. Oh, yeah. And definitely looking forward to more out of him as the season progresses. Yeah. Um, along also with, um, with how Zach does as well this year. And also the um, – other quarterback that we have coming in as well. Well, you've got Caden Buckle um, from the Catholic transfer, but there, there's a good possibility he may not be eligible this year. So, um, with that being said, you're looking at Camden Burden filling that gap some when needed, even though he's going to strictly. Camden did a great, great yeah. job last week. Did yeah. a great job last week in that Wildcat package. You'll see him a lot more on defense than offense, but he'll be used when needed. Um, but, Scott, something I noticed pregame, I, I, I would imagine you'll find probably pretty intriguing too. Um, is uh, Ahmad Sankey not uh, dressed out tonight? No, I didn't. Did not notice that. Thank you for bringing that up. I had not realized that. Um, he did take a couple of shots last week too. So I don't know if that was part of the problem or if there's another issue. But Alcoa's got a lot of weapons. Yeah. 
So, yeah, and it may have just been the banged-up parts that he did. You know, pretty good kid, pretty good family. Um, I've gotten the opportunity, too, to kind of build a relationship over the years working with his grandmother, and she's just such a great woman. Certainly appreciate um, everything she does at Clayton Homes. But, um, but yeah, Scott, she uh, – uh, you know, she loves Ahmad to death, and Ahmad's a terrific player, and he's done a lot of great things here at Alcoa so far. Um, not playing tonight, though, but, yeah, last week he had, I believe it was around around 20 carries, had about 131 yards and also one touchdown. So he did a really good job on the ground. We're going to miss his presence tonight, but one of the great things about this Tornado team is uh, um, they have a lot of talent. So, you know, we talk about they don't rebuild, they reload. They truly do. So, You'll see probably uh, some Isaiah Cox in the backfield. You'll probably see Taheron Sutter in the backfield. And don't be surprised if you see a little bit more of Jordan Harris tonight, the yeah. freshman from last year that was considered in middle school the fastest player on the field when he played. Um, I imagine he'll get a, little, a few more touches tonight also. Well, and uh, Ronald Jackson as well. So don't count Ronald out. You'll see him in the backfield, I believe, some as well. Ronald, you'll probably see Ronald a little bit more like that jet sweep action. But, yeah, you may see that a little bit for him. Ronald, a very talented young man, plays the wide receiver position. You'll see him play defense as well. Ronald Action Jackson, I mean, he's a kid. You know, we talked about it in last week's game. But he's a young man that it just seems like he's been here forever. <laughs> like, yes. You know, I feel like we've called his name every season, which good for him. That talks about the talent level for him be able to be playing varsity for this long but so much talent on the field and we'll be talking a lot more about them throughout the evening but we've got about three and a half minutes before we really get the, the ball rolling here at Austin East High School so we're going to take a few minutes to take a break as we wrap up the pregame show here on 100.9 FM Rocky Top Sports Radio I'm Scott Dunkel or I'm Heath Dunkel yeah, you're Scott Dunkel. I'm the real Mr. Dunkel I, this you're wind here. has got me all confused up, Scott. I'm about as frazzled as this pin above us, but um, we'll be back in a few minutes, and we'll get ready to kick things off. So again, you're listening to the Twin City Certified Game in Maryville, and we'll be back right after this. Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. Climb Mount Lacotte? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? <laughs> nah, too risky. How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. We are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. 
Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. The Tornadoes take the opening kick at the 5 in the form of Camden Burton. He returns out past the 10, the 15, and out to about the 21-yard line. And that's where the Tornadoes will set up first and 10. It will be, find out who's starting for quarterback for Alcoa tonight. I believe that is Safdar McCrary. He will be starting again this week. And that was actually number nine, Jordan Harris, sophomore, that returned the kick for the Tornadoes as they come to the line of scrimmage. They have three receivers, a tailback in the backfield with McCrary, and that ball was almost picked off. He put a little mustard on it, which is the only thing that lets Alcoa play another offensive down on this series. Yeah, intended for Isaiah Cox, and Cox had no idea it was coming. I think they, they kind of cross paths there, and that's some of the things you're going to run into, Marty. New quarterback at the helm, also switching in and out to quarterbacks. You're probably going to have some of that chemistry not quite there just yet. No screen, uh, no spring practice, no scrimmages this fall. Great point. It is McCrary in a shotgun, two receivers to the left, one to the right, one back, and that's Sankey. He takes it upfield, still on his feet, and that's actually Harris. Harris starts the game at tailback. Oh, I think you didn't dress tonight. Ah, I did not know that. And <laughs> out to the 34, and that will be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And Harris with a nice run there, Heath, in place of Ahmad Instant Sankey. Excellent. Well, while Alcoa is in the huddle, a secret safe place for newborn social media shout-out to David and Angela Householder tuning in to the broadcast on their way home. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And the give is going to be a quarterback keeper. That's Safdar, the Barbarian McCreary, taking it out to about the 40-yard line. That'll set up a first and five. Good pickup, good read 
It's actually going to be four, second four, and has a good read by the quarterback on the play. Yeah, nice option play there where he had the decision to either give it to the running back or take it himself. He read the defensive end, and then Sassar took it up the middle and did a good job with it as it is now about second and six for the Tornadoes. We are at Samuel P. Anderson Field here on the campus of Austin East High School. The Tornadoes have the ball on their first possession. We're still scoreless. It will be a jet sweep, and it is given to Cox. Cox makes one, two, three people miss. He's off to the races. He will score as he enters the red rectangle for the Tornadoes. That is an Everding orthodontist touchdown for Alcoa. What a run by Isaiah Cox. And Marty, uh, talking with Scott in the pregame show about the loss of Ahmad Sankey tonight, not dressing out, possibly due to injury. Took a lot of hits last week. A ton. And we talked about in the pregame show how Isaiah Cox would certainly be a playmaker, probably utilized even more than he already is. And we see it right there as he takes that one to the house to start the ball game. And the set, the kick is up. The kick is doing. And Alcoa out of the hold of Zach Lunsford, the kicker this year, is number 95 that has taken over for a four-year starter. Zeke Rankin is Jet Foley, and he has a PAT. And we're going to take a 30-second break, and we'll be back with the Alcoa kick after this. Alcoa leads early, 7-0. We believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. in Samuel P. Anderson Field as the Tornadoes only took Keith 20 seconds to get on the board and go up early 7-0. Yeah, it didn't take them long, Marty, to get the points up on the board, and it won't take them long to put up some more. We talked about in the pregame, I think we're going to see mercy rolls. Yeah, I do too. They're going to try to get this game over as quick as possible. And it's Foley now to kick for the Tornadoes. His kick is high. End over end, end of the wind. It will be fielded at the 13-yard line for the Roadrunners, and that is number 27 on the return for the Roadrunners. And he tried to get to the wall, Heath, which was over on the left-hand side of the field, and he just could not get there. That was a, that was Austin Hunter, and just couldn't get to the barrier, and it's going to be Alcoa forcing the Roadrunners with a first and 10 at their own 15. Shotgun formation, Alcoa about jump. Greg Carroll's playing tonight. No, he's not. That's number seven. That's the freshman in, and it's going to be a give to the running back out of the backfield. That is 24. That is Marquise Billingsley, and that's going to be another loss on the play, and that will set up a second and 13 as Austin East will now have the ball at their own 12-yard line. 
beautiful facility over here, Heath, as a uh, pilot has put down artificial turf at all the Knox County schools, and it's a beautiful, beautiful facility. And it will be the Roadrunners from a shotgun. It will be the quarterback keeping on the play. He'll turn it upfield. He'll pick up the – he'll get back to the original line of scrimmage and then pick up one, and that's where he'll be stopped, and it'll be third down and nine for the Roadrunners and their quarterback, Tayon Wright. He's a sophomore. Third and nine. Actually, they're going to say third and a little bit longer than ten now. The ball is at the 16. He almost got back to the original line of scrimmage. And there's a snap. Right rolls left, rolls right. Now tucks it. He's got some room to run. He bounced off one, two tackles, pulls a couple of tornadoes with him, and a very impressive run by the Austin East quarterback as he gets out to about the 23-yard line. Yeah, you're going to see him off and on at the quarterback position, number 15, Keon Smith. Uh, 5'10", 170-pound senior wide receiver. Marty, you're going to see him do a lot, a little bit of everything. Last week, after watching some of the highlight films versus Webb, he came in at quarterback and ended up throwing a touchdown. But you're also going to see him take some plays and some jet sweep action. You're going to see him take some uh, catches at the wide receiver position. He's kind of a Mr. Do-It-All utility knife for the Roadrunner. Indeed, and he'll last be the Swiss Army knife. The punt is just away, almost blocked. It'll hit at the Austin East 45, and Alcoa hat, this happens to them every week. The ball hits short and then takes a roadrunner bounce, and Alcoa will get the ball at their own 41-yard line with 11. The clock is not working, Heath. That's the reason it looked like the tornadoes only took 20 seconds. They didn't take long, but the clock has not moved, so there's a malfunction there. We'll try to keep you abreast of how much time is left in each period if we can, but right now, the most important thing is the scoreboard reads guest seven, home zero. And Alcoa back, and Lunsford is in the game now at quarterback for the Tornado. He's got one back with him and two receivers to the right. It looked like the receivers didn't run into each other, and that'll be a loss. The play and the pass is out to Ronald Jackson. He'll lose three, and uh, not a really good job that time by the receivers. Uh, splitting. Actually, they ran into each other as they look like they're trying some sort of offensive pick, and they picked themselves. Yeah, trying to do a wide receiver screen, Marty, and this is actually the first play that was ran on the last offensive drive as well with Sassar McCrary, so maybe they were just trying to see the difference between the two quarterbacks so they could get something going with the wide receiver screen, but both times unsuccessful. And nothing, if nothing else, it gives the quarterback a little bit of confidence to complete a short pass early on. Lunsford in the shotgun. Two receivers each side. One tailback. And the tailback is number nine once again, the freshman. And he, he will take it out past the 40, out to about midfield. It'll be second down and short for Jordan Harris, the sophomore. All discombobulated up here in this wind. Our <laughs> notes are flying all over the place. Let's take a look here, Martin. Let's go. I'll get you to take care of it. All right. Thank you, Heath. Let's make some spent all of our time getting all the uh, equipment and the tent set up, and we didn't have really time to take care of our notes. I thought that was thunder. It's not. <laughs> the ball was given to Harris once again. He takes it right up the middle into Roadrunner territory and down to the 43, and that will be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. 
Alcor really just having their way with the Roadrunners early on, especially up front. That's going to happen a lot this year. This Alcor offensive line was a beast last week against Blackman. Yeah, and losing some key starters from last year's team, and Braxton Alford and Eli Mitchell, but uh, didn't lose a beat. As Kane Birchfield, Joe Tuff, Lance Williams have done an excellent job this season. And a great throw. Oh, oh I was getting ready. I spoke too soon, but, but the quarterback, Lunsford, rolls left, has an open receiver, number 18, Major Newman, and he started running before he caught the ball and dropped it, and that was a beautifully thrown pass. And it was a soft pass. Should have been caught. Wasn't second and ten. Well, and Marty, surprising, honestly, to kind of see Major at the wide receiver position. He's mm-hmm. typically a defensive guy. So, glad to see him out there. He's a super talented athlete. But, yeah, just unable to come down with the grab on that throw. Al Cole will send three receivers, one in the fullback Sudra to the right, and then they'll have one receiver to the left. They'll give it off tackle to Harris once again. And the sophomore will be tackled for about a three-yard loss, and Al Cool will be looking now at third and 13. This may be where we really get to see the skill set that Lunsford has and that arm that we've talked about so often last year and going into this season as he is a sophomore. Yeah, if they can give him some time, Marty, your kid's got a fantastic arm. He's been working all offseason, too, with these wide receivers. And the snap is back. They're going to roll left. Going to run the same play. He has it. The ball is complete. This time the pass wasn't quite as good, but still Landon Ford, the senior, 5'7", 150, makes the catch. It's going to be fourth down and two, and good hands, good throw, and that'll set up a fourth and two, and Alcoa will go. Yeah, nice cut by the receiver to take it out outside. Lunsford, though, put it a little low and didn't get it in front of him, so he had to kind of dive and stop in his tracks. Almost picked off by the Roadrunner defense, but, yeah, it's now fourth and two, and uh, Marty, I believe they're going to go for it. They are indeed, and we'll see who they send out. They're going to run. Is that Camden Burden, or is that Tyskar? I'm trying to tell. That's, uh, that's Camden Burden, I believe, and they will put in motion another freshman, number seven, and it's going to be Alcoa. Actually, it's going to be Austin East taking a timeout. Elijah Cannon went in motion and look to get the ball, but Austin East took a timeout before the snap. We're going to take a timeout with them. It's a Lois Lawn Care timeout, and we'll be back in 30 seconds with more first quarter action from Austin East where the Tornadoes lead the Roadrunners 7 to nothing. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. The music really sets the picture here at Austin East as the uh, cloud has become a little ominous and very dark and gray. 
as Alcor faces fourth and two from the 35-yard line of the Roadrunners. And there's going to be a flag on the play. I'm not sure what it is. Austin East says Alcoa moved, and it does look like it will be encroachment against Austin East. So that's an automatic first down, Heath, and the first mistake of the evening for the Roadrunners. When we played them last year, they made a plethora of mistakes against us, and you cannot make mistakes against the Tornadoes if you're going to compete. Yeah, not at all. And what has to frustrate Coach Mays, Marty, is after he takes a timeout with his defense, yep. talks things over right after it, making a mental mistake like that. Yeah, and something interesting on the uh, I'll say sideline. I'll get to that in a minute. And it's going to be Lunchford throwing off his back foot, and he shouldn't have thrown it. He threw it into the wind, and the ball is going to be picked off at about the 14-yard line. And it's one the uh, sophomore will learn not to do. It's the second interception of the season, and just could not get enough mustard on it into the wind here at Austin East. And a good play by the defensive back, almost a good play by Jackson coming back to the ball and taking it away. Regardless, it's a turnover, and Austin East will now have it first down and 10 from their 14. Well, that's where experience comes into play. As a young quarterback, trying to force things in, but also you have to recognize the moment. It was first down. It's okay to lose it down right there. Probably could have thrown it away and been just fine. And the ball goes right up the middle for the Roadrunners, and their numbers are kind of hard to read. They're white. Is that number 22 or? Marty, that, I believe, 20. is a, I believe. 28. That is John John J.J. Mathis. And John John will get back to the line of scrimmage and no further. It'll be second and 10. And, Heath, I've noticed the Roadrunners over here on the sideline. They are social distancing over here on their sideline. It's really interesting. They're staying about six foot apart, um, and it's, it's really interesting. And they're very adamant about, you know, wearing your mask here, too. The ball once again goes to John John, and he'll take it, get back to the line of scrimmage once again, and that's going to be it. And it'll be third down and 10 now for the Roadrunners. That actually wasn't John John. That was 20, 24. That is Marquis Billingsley. Yeah, you'll have to forgive us tonight, even though the TSSAA made it to where jersey numbers are more readable. Their jersey numbers are scrunched up, kind of bunched together, so it's even harder. And they're really thin numbers as well. Yeah, they are. Completely agree. So Smith back. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to tuck now and run, and he's going to be tackled. It looks he's going to get a good spot. It's going to be very close to a first down. I thought he'd bounce at about the 24. They're going to give him a little bit, or 23. They're going to give him room out to about the 24, and I believe they're going to call for the chains now, and they're going to measure. No, they're going to give him a first down, Heath, and a, a good ad-lib that time by the Austin East quarterback to pick up the first down. Yeah, absolutely, Marty. That was a terrific play by Keon Smith. As he made something out of nothing, he saw some pressure in the backfield as Zig Tahirin Sutters was coming his way. He had to cut it upfield, escaped a few tacklers, finally brought down by Major Newman, but not before he picked up a wide price of Realty Executives first down. 7 nothing Alcoa. We're still in the first quarter. Austin East football after an interception from Zach Lunsford. It is first and 10 at the 24. It'll be a give, just kind of a... Statue of Liberty, and that is, that's not going to work if he'll be tackled. He does get back to the line of scrimmage, but nothing doing for number 24. 
Is that 20? That is 24. And that is Marquise Billingsley. It'll be second and 10 now. We'll see what the Roadrunners draw up for this down. Seven nothing Alcoa. Alcoa working in a three four defense as they have for the past couple of years. And it will be Smith directing traffic. He'll send number four. That is Larry Brown in motion left to right. And then he will be put in a bag. He's escaped. He's going to turn it upfield and make something out of nothing as he will get out to the 26-yard line. He, he should have been tackled for a 10-yard loss. And his athleticism and speed turned that into a three-yard gain as they're officially going to mark him out at the 27. Marty, I'm about to start calling him Michael Vick out there right. on the field with the athleticism he's showing. Michael Vick, or a, uh, I guess uh, the kids nowadays would say Lamar Jackson, but man, electric out here on the field so far for Keon Smith. That was a very, very nice and athletic run. And you don't see Alcoa's defense made to look that weak. Anyway, shotgun, two running backs on the flank of hips of Smith. He, this time, will be put in a bag and sacked all the way back to the 17-yard line. That'll be a seven-yard loss, and he that'll bring up fourth down now and roughly about 17. Yeah, Marty, he was uh, trying to get away that time and almost made it, but Alcoa was kept him in the box, and he had nowhere to go. Another good play by the Tornadoes. And now here comes the Roadrunner punt team. Yeah, they snuck the linebacker up right there, Heath, and just sent everybody on that side after him. And he really didn't have time to do anything except go down. The punt is away. It's it's not a very good one. It's a dead duck. And it's going to hit at the Austin East 35 and will be downed at the 37. So the Tornadoes will take over almost where they turned it over at on their last possession. And not looking good so far. And Marty, you mentioned it earlier. The clock's still having some trouble. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly where we're at here in the first quarter. Now we're we're probably very close to the end of the first quarter. We'll find out soon. But it is Alcoa football, and the new quarterback in the game is Sadfar McCreary, as he lines up in a shotgun with two receivers right, one left, and the freshman running back gets the fake, and it will be. Saftar on the carry, and he will get it inside the 37 to about the 36, and that's going to be it. Knox County officials, some of them wearing gloves, especially the ones that have to handle the football. But they're they're taking things very serious over here. The stands are separated, and they keep making the announcement over the loudspeaker, please wear your mask. As Alcoa comes to the line of scrimmage, second down and nine. Safdar McCreary in a shotgun. He'll have number seven, the freshman, and the snap is high. He'll give it to seven, who is Elijah Cannon, and Cannon will have the ball down to about the 30. His helmet comes off. He'll have to go out for a play, and he'll be replaced by another freshman, number nine, that is Jordan Harris. So a lot of young kids playing tonight for the Tornado season. Yeah, uh, you know, losing Ahmad Sankey for the evening. Going to have to rotate in some other players. Elijah Cannon, 
he looks like a young Tristan Blankenship. He I mean, does. He's completely built just like him. So he's someone that's going to be exciting to watch over the next two years. And then the sophomore, Jordan Harris, a uh, very talented young man. He's going to get a lot of carries. You've already seen him get a lot of carries so far. But it's third and six. And Austin East trying to get the crowd pumped up again. But, Marty, we've got another timeout on the field. We have a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout. We're going to take a 60-second break, and we'll be back with more of first-quarter action between the Tornadoes and Roadrunners right after this. Alcoa leads 7-0. You want to come? Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Anderson Field on the campus of Austin East High School, and it is the Tornadoes looking at a third down and five from the Roadrunner 32-yard line. The last time out was the end of the first quarter. We are now starting play at the beginning of the second. There is 12 minutes on the clock. We'll see if the clock starts working after this down. And the, the temporary timeout is to introduce the cheerleaders here at Austin East High School. And the officials still discussing something. I don't know if they're... And we'll be getting to the Denso scoreboard soon. Here the Denso scoreboard reads 7 nothing. the beginning of the second quarter with 12 minutes left to go. And it's all been Alcoa except for the turnover on their last possession. In the game now is Camden Burden. He's their wildcat, or wild tornado, if you will. And it's Summerall, and it's going to be just Burden keeping after he fakes a jet sweep to the right. He'll take it inside the 30 and down to the 27. He'll be very close to an Alcoa first down. Yeah, Marty, I think they're going to give it to him. So that's the Dwight Price, the realty executive, first down for the Tornadoes as Safdar McCreary comes back in at the quarterback position. And Rankin told us uh, at the beginning of the year that they would be using Camden Burden a lot in special situations. They did last week, and they have so far this evening. And it will be Safdar McCreary back in at quarterback, and he'll be flanked by Harris, the freshman running back, with two receivers to the left, one to the right. McCray back looks. He's throwing towards the end zone and just too much arm and not enough air on the pass that time for Alcoa. As that goes incomplete, and it will set up second down now and 10. And the clock is not running, so we still have a 
malfunctioning clock. So we'll try to keep abreast of how much time's left to go, but just bear with us on that one. Seven nothing Alcoa. As they take to the line of scrimmage out of the huddle on second down and ten. And it's Harris in the backfield with McCrary, two receivers left, one right. Alcoa goes right to left on your listening device. And Austin East jumps off sides again and will give Alcoa five free yards. Alcoa does that a lot, Heath. And last year we watched it. And over Rankin's tenure here at Alcoa, we've seen that a lot. And five free yards is nice. Absolutely, Marty. They usually get at least 10 to 15 a game for most teams. You'll see teams like Maryville that typically will pick up on it, and they'll be a little bit more prepared or warn their players before. But most of the teams you see Alcoa play, Marty, they'll, they'll get quite a few off of them during the year. McCrarian shotgun with Harris alone set back. Two receivers left again. It's going to be a quick give just right up the middle to Harris, and he'll take the ball inside the common sense pest control red zone down to the 14, and that will be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. If you've never worked with Dwight Price, you know, give him a call. Class act all the way, he and his daughter Sarah, both. Wonderful people. Known him a long time. 7 nothing Alcoa. They have it first and 10 in the Sense Pest Control Red Zone at the 14 of Austin East. McCrary and Harris in the backfield. It's going to be Anderson, Cox to the right, and one receiver over to the left. McCrary in trouble, and he's going to go down. No, he bounces off. He's running. He looks like Fran Tarkington right now. He's going to pick up a block, and he's going to throw the ball to the end zone, and that will be a – oh, he dropped the ball. I thought it was going to be a touchdown. What a highlight play that would have been. Man. Yeah, just a little bit low there on the throw, but they tried to make it happen, but unable to come down with it, I believe, was uh, Braden Anderson. So, forces an incomplete, and we'll see what they draw up from here. But, yeah, what a play by Saftar. Saftar, a dual-threat quarterback out of California, transferred this offseason, Marty, considered one of the top quarterbacks in his class. I believe one of the number nine dual-threat quarterbacks in his class. He was the number three quarterback from the state of California last year. California. So, a very talented young man, and we'll be saying his name quite a bit this season. McCreary this time will keep. He will go off tackle left himself, and a lack of tackling skills, just arms thrown about, and it will be McCreary taking it into the red rectangle and another six points for the Alcoa Tornadoes as they extend their lead now to 13 to nothing. Yeah, McCrary making up for that incomplete pass, and that time finding his way to Tater. Alcoa starts to extend their lead and open this thing up, and it won't be long before this continues and they'll put more points on the board. And it is Jet Foley in now for the PAT. His kick up, and Dewan just snuck it inside the right upright and now Alcor leads 14 to nothing let's take a 30 second break and we'll be back with more second quarter action from austin east right after this 
We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal Opportunity Employer. Samuel P. Anderson Field on the campus of Austin East High School in George Dusty Lennon Stadium as your Tornadoes have an early second quarter lead of 14 to nothing over the Roadrunners from Austin East. Kind of what we expected, it could be worse as Alcoa has misfired on a couple of opportunities, but I foresee and forecast it will get worse from here. The kick is high, end over end, short. Will be fielded at the 12, bobbled back to the 11, and you can't do that if you're Austin East. And that young man will go down in a heap of white jerseys at his own 15 or 16-yard line. And that was number – I still can't see those numbers, Heath. I'm getting old. 20 – that's 20, isn't it? Yeah, Marty, I believe so. I believe that was 20 on the return. That was Matthew Cronbuehl. Yeah, that's a – sorry if I messed up your last name, young man. I apologize to your parents. But it will be first and go or first and 10 for the Roadrunners at their own 15-yard line. And it's going to be offsides, actually. It's going to be illegal motion by Austin East, that will cost them five yards, and it will be second or first and 15 from the 11. And once again, they shoot themselves in the foot. They're missing three toes as of right now. <laughs> well, Marty, I can tell you what's not missing, and that's apparently your great gameplay week after week, as David Householder told me to not only give them a shout-out, as we did earlier, but to let you know that he appreciates you giving you great commentary every single week. Well, thanks, Mr. Householder. I really appreciate that. I try. We uh, we put a lot into these broadcasts, and uh, we do what we can. We're not professional, but we love the tornadoes, and we love this community. And uh, thank you for listening in every week. And it will be Smith just taking it as he tries to creep while you sleep out past the 10 to about the 13. A quick snap that time by Austin East and the quarterback, Kind of just stuck around, took it upfield, picked up a couple yards. It's still going to be second down and a long 12. The ball just shy of the 15-yard line. And a special secret safe place for newborns. Social media shout-out going to Ruthie Williams, Katie Miller, Samantha Waters, and my wife and daughter listening at home, Christy Millsaps and Morgan McClanahan. Austin East moving left to right on your listening device. They'll send three receivers to the right and a tailback to that side as well. And it's going to be Smith faking the run, sets the throw, and then pulls it down again, and you can put him in a bag. He's sacked all the way back at the 10-yard line. So another loss of yards on another down for the Roadrunners. And Alcoa's defense is officially stingy. 
Alcoa's defense is also adjusting as right. they had to get ready for Keon Smith after what he did early on in this ballgame, making some <laughs> plays out of nothing, really. What you saw right there is Harris Sutter coming at Keon Smith, and instead of going to the right or to the left and trying to reach out for him, what he did is instead, Marty, he contained him, stayed in his lane, and allowed time for the rest of the defense to get there and bottle him up in the backfield. And the shotgun, it is Smith. going to run for his life. He's grabbed at the goal line. He's doing his best just to get out, and he is still fighting Heath. Wow. And this young man is a player and is finally suplexed at about the 10-yard line. They'll suplex him out to about the 11, and that will set up a fourth down and 15. And that young man made something out of nothing as he gets up slowly from the turf. Well, probably not too happy about how he was suplexed, but can you blame him? I mean, he was taking about the whole defense with him. They had to do something. So finally picked him up and slammed him down. So fourth down for the Roadrunners. They're going to be forced to punt. And we've seen already twice now Alcoa has almost come away with blocking this thing. Can Alcoa do it here, especially right at the end zone, if they block it, have a good chance to get a touchdown pretty darn quick. But here we go as Austin East gets ready to snap. The snap is good, and he has some time, and here comes the kick, Marty. Best punt of the evening, and it will be – Isaiah Cox letting it bounce, and it'll take a roadrunner bounce out past the 40, out to the 45. So a net on the kick of about 34 yards, and that is a ball that Isaiah Cox should have caught. Yeah, there, there's been a few times. I mean, we saw last week, too, Marty, early on in this season, where I think they're still trying to get adjusted, probably some special teams corrections that need to be made. But that was a play Isaiah Cox probably could have got under a fair caught if he needed to, instead of letting it roll and take a roadrunner bounce and move them backwards. So, Marty, while they're getting ready, a couple scores of interest. Loudon leading Lenore City 17-0. to William Blunt leading Oliver Springs 7-0. to And that is your scores on the Denzo scoreboard. Lunsford back in the game. He's going to roll right, throw right. He's got a receiver open, and he wow. makes the catch. That's Camden Burden inside the 15 down to the 14-yard line. That'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down and a great throw and an even better catch by Camden Burden, who was covered. Lunsford threw it the only place he could to complete that pass. Yeah, he threw an absolute dime right over the shoulder of Camden Burden, leading him perfectly right before he went out of bounds. A beautiful throw. Guys, this will be replayed tomorrow, this game, at 2 o'clock on 100.9 FM, and we will get it up on a podcast as soon as we can. The give's going to be to the freshman, number seven. Elijah Cannon. And Cannon Shot blasts Cannon. it into the end zone, and that will be another Alcoa touchdown. Or are they going to mark him short? Uh, I don't know how you can. No, I mean, he fell completely into the end zone there. I believe they're – no, they're going to, no it's a touchdown. Okay. That is a Everding Orthodontics touchdown, Tornadoes, and that extends the lead to 20 to nothing here in the second quarter. And it will be Foley on now for the PAT. Lunsford to hold. And the snap was low, but now the kick is up, and he drills it right down Broadway, or should we say Magnolia, and it pushes the lead now to 21 nothing. Tornadoes here in the second quarter. We'll take another 30-second break, and we'll be back with more of your Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the week right after this. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, 
Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. We are back at Samuel P. Anderson Field and George Dusty Lennon Stadium on the campus of Austin East High School. Your Tornadoes lead here in the second quarter, 21 to nothing. Also want to give a, a secret safe place for newborns of Tennessee. Social media shout out to Bernie Gladden listening in from New York, New York, big city of dreams, and Scott Isbell tuning in from Memphis, Tennessee. The kick is low line drive, but it hits and missed by the Austin East up man. And that was number 24 on the return. That is Marquise Billingsley. And he got popped as he got out to the 16-yard line. And once again, another mistake by the Roadrunners puts them deep in their own territory to start another possession. Another big hit tonight from the sophomore linebacker, Aaron Davis. Number 30, Davis, a 5'10", 170-pound linebacker. And, Marty, he had a big sack earlier in the ball game, and then a really nice hit there on the kickoff team. Yeah, it was nice, big time. And we're going to get some more in. Secret safe place for newborn shout-outs. After this run, it is number 20... 28, John John Mathis on the carry. You probably heard it over the loudspeaker first. Uh, they've got binoculars, and they're sitting a little bit lower than we are. They've put us up here on the roost. But another secret safe place for newborns in Tennessee, social media shout-out going to Joe Lambert, former color guy that, that uh, went on and took jobs out of town, and he's moved into his and has done an expert job replacing Joe. But, uh, Joe, you're welcome back anytime. And, once again, uh, Ernie Gladden listening in. Uh, Tim Leonard, and Jerome Moon. So the ball is going to be given to, I think that's 24. It was 24, and that is Billingsley, and he'll get the ball out to the 24, but there's a flag on the play, and Heath, I think that's going to be a hold. There's two flags. We also looks like Marty Elijah Cannon may be down for Alcoa. Ooh, you don't want that. And he's not getting up either. And he's holding his ankle, which is better than a knee any day of the week. So we've got a face mask against Alcoa. And not good. That'll give the Roadrunners a first down. And they're going to be working Peggy Bratt down there working on Cannon as she helps him up now. He gets up gingerly, and I don't know if he's going to need help off the field or not, but he's not putting a lot of weight on his ankle, but he is applying some. Yeah, he may have just rolled it really good, Marty. Peggy will have that taped up, and we'll try to get word from her later on if he'll be returning or not. I don't know if he needs to. Go ahead and let that thing heal up, get him ready for Maryville 
in two weeks. I think we have Scott County visiting Alcoa next week, and he won't be needed for that. Scott County in a nice area, very remote area. They'll be traveling to Alcoa next week. They That's usually a mercy rule game. Yeah, that one's usually pretty over pretty quick, Marty. Usually it's mercy rule in the first half. Oh, looks like Al Alcoa jumped this time. Oh. was getting in the jump. Looks like Solomon Tyson got a little antsy there and pushed over the center. So that's another free five yards as Alcoa gave up a face mask penalty a minute ago. And then they're offside, continuing to move Austin East down the field. I sit as far – if I commit a penalty in a ball game, I sit as far away from Coach Rankin as I can during the film. <laughs> uh, just an update after this play. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper to the right, and it's going to be Knight rolling and lowering his shoulder, getting into Alcoa territory and down at the 45-yard line. So a nice little run by the athletic senior for the Roadrunners as he picks up a first down in Tornado territory. Uh, Wayne Kaiser, who is listening in tonight, a shout-out to him. Normally doing the Marable broadcast, they're off tonight as their West game was moved to October. And the grind... Sports, the grind on sports.com is where the podcast will be. Click SoundCloud link, Alcoa versus Austin East title will be uploaded to replay time by tomorrow. Thank you, Wayne. And it will be a give to number 24, that's Billingsley, and then he'll be brought down by a host of tornadoes after he picks up a couple of yards. Roadrunners starting to get a little bit of momentum uh, thanks to those few penalties by Alcoa. And then a nice run from Keon Smith. Is, it looks like the Roadrunners have found their quarterback or previously going with the sophomore. Instead, they've moved to the senior athletic do-it-all utility player in Keon Smith, kind of that wildcat-type package. And he has made things work and click for the Roadrunners so far. So it's second and eight now as he will be in the shotgun. How they run it back to the left and to the right. And two right receivers out to the right, one out to the left. He'll get the snap. He's going to roll out to the right. He's got some pressure, trying to evade it. Loses the football. Has trouble picking it up. Finally falls on it, but not before he loses oh, 20 yards. That's huge. He thanks for covering for me while I was getting blown up with text here. And that will be a large loss. As now you're looking at third down. They've got to go to the Alcoa 34-yard line. They're going to set up their offense at their own 40. So it's going to be third down and 26. We'll see what they draw up as we've got some shout-outs going out now, some secret safe place for newborns, social media shout-outs going to David Cathcart listening in tonight, as well as my mom and dad, Jimmy and Carlotta Millsaps, and my son, Jackson Millsaps, is listening in tonight as well. Uh, glad you all could join us, Jackson. I will either see you later tonight or in the morning when Mimi and Papa will bring you home. There's a timeout on the field. Alcoa has forced a third and long, and Austin East wants to talk about it. They're going to take a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout. We'll take it with them. And we'll be back in 60 seconds with more second-quarter action here from George Dusty Lennon Stadium on the campus of Austin East High School right after this, Alcoa 21 nothing. 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164125. We are back at Austin East High School where the Roadrunners face a third down and 26 from their own 40. They'll work from a shotgun. It's going to be Smith back. He's just going to keep it and run for his life. He does so. He'll get out to about the 47 where he'll be brought down, and that'll be about 19 yards shy of a first down, and Austin East will be forced to punt once again. We are in the second quarter. Alcor leads 21 to nothing. We do not know what the time elapsed is because the scoreboard has a malfunction and still reads 12 minutes left to go. Uh, join us at halftime. And now, well, there's another Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout. But join us at halftime for the Denzo scoreboards and up-to-date scores, scores around our area. Uh, let's take another 60-second break. When we, we be, uh, When we come back, we'll have more. Action from Austin East High School right after this. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey, and I approve this message. Back at Austin East High School, the Roadrunners have just punted, and there's no reception by the Tornadoes, and it takes an Austin East roll down to the Alcoa 22-yard line and that's where the Tornadoes will set up first and 10 on this possession. And once again, it is 
Sadfar McCreary in at quarterback at a shotgun, and he looks, he surveys, he's got a receiver wide open and just overthrows Ronald Jackson in the left flats, and if he hits him a stride, that's six more points. Yeah, I think it still goes back to that chemistry. Now with your wide receivers, Marty had a nice throw earlier, too, in the end zone that he had overthrown the wide receiver. He's putting just a little bit too much on, on it right now, so if he can just shorten it up just a little bit or put a little more touch, a little more air, allow them time to get under it, I think they'll be just fine. Yeah, that was wide open right there. That oh, yeah. was basically a wheel route by the receiver coming out of the slot, and he was wide open as Alcoa now looks at second down and 10 and probably a run, and it will be, and it'll be Sadfar McCrary on the carry, and he's got a first down. He, he gets out over the 35, out to the 37, 38-yard line, and that'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Alcoa now in a hurry up, and then once again work from a shotgun. It'll be Harris, and it'll be McCrary with the quarterback keeper once again, and he's going to scamper out of bounds, and he'll stop the clock as he gets into roadrunner territory at about the 49. So not sure how much time is left, but from the way the tornadoes are acting, they're in a hurry up, so they're trying to get downfield quickly in a two-minute offense. Excuse me. Alcoa in a shotgun. They'll send three receivers to the left, one to the right, and it'll be Harris, the lone setback on the right-hand side of McCray, the quarterback. He's going to look. He's got a receiver open. That's Sudrath as he gets to the 50, 40, and tripped up and just shoelaced as he slides down at the 38-yard line, and that'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as McCrary goes down. Not McCrary, but Sudrath goes down again, and he's going to make his way over to the sidelines. And he, it looks like he just turned an ankle. Now he's going to go down. I think he's got a cramp. I don't think it's an ankle or anything. I think it's a cramp. And we'll see Peggy Bratt on to attend to the injured tornado. While she's doing that, let's take another 30 seconds. No, let's don't. Let's stay here. He's up, and now he's going to run off. I do believe it was a cramp that was bothering him. He's just a semi-one, and he's able to get to it before it really set in because those things are painful. Tornadoes will have two backs now. In the backfield with a receiver to the left, one to the right. They move right to left. It'll be a give to Harris, and he was down. I believe he was down when the ball came loose. He was, the officials are saying, down at the spot. And that'll be another first down for the Tornadoes as the ball will be spotted at the Austin East 28-yard line. And Dwight Price getting his money's worth now. Is Alcor really moving? Well, now they're going to say it's going to be the guys up with the chains were a bit too premature, and they're going to have to set, come back now and reset the chains. And that will stop the clock, whatever time may be showing on the scoreboard. Marty, you may have another injury, too, for Austin East, because you've got a defensive back holding his arm, and he keeps leaning over and then sits back up. Looks like he's going to try to push through it, but they're keeping a close eye on him over there. If I was Alcoa, I'd almost think of running some kind of post pattern or corner route and taking advantage of that and getting it to the outside. Indeed, and it'll be second and one from the 29 of the Roadrunners. 
as McCreary will be in a shotgun with two running backs, one on each hip, and also they showing a blitz. They're going to give to a draw to Harris right up the middle. He's still on his feet, and he will go down inside the common sense pest control red zone down to the 15-yard line, and a great run and another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And another run, Marty, where Jordan Harris almost lost that football, carrying it like a loaf of bread, keeping it way out on the outside. Got to keep it tucked tight into the chest, running that thing, because they're going to try to strip it every time, especially if they know that he fumbled the football off. He's a freshman, and Austin East calls the timeout, Heath. I don't know why. I guess they're wanting to give their defense a little breath, but that's a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout. We'll take a 30-second break, and we'll be back with more action from Austin East High School right after this. Alcoa up 21-0. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. to play that on the guitar. I, I taught myself three keys or chords when uh, we were quarantined back in April, and I keep practicing, but I really want to learn that song, and that song's more of a picker than it is a uh, chords, but uh, once again, the song from Nirvana, Come As You Are. Right now, the tornadoes are coming to the line of scrimmage on first and 10 from the Roadrunner 16-yard line, and it'll be a shotgun in Sudras. And Harris will be your running backs with two receivers to the left, one to the right. And it's going to be an alley-oop throw over in the corner. And the catch made. It looks like it was Camden Burden over there. That was Braden Anderson. That was Braden Anderson. He is just athletic as well. He made a catch like that last week from Zach Lunsford. Did they call it incomplete? I believe they did. I thought he came down with it. That is a long way from us over in the far corner of the end zone and he said must have been just broken up there at the end wow yeah i mean it looked like him and that defensive back came down with it together and then brayden anderson coming out of the pile with the ball in his hands but they're gonna call it incomplete the second and ten they'll try it again and it'll be anderson and cox will be wide to the right and camden burden to the left and it'll be a give it'll actually be a keeper by the quarterback that's McCrary. He loses his footing as he makes a cut, and he'll fall down near the seven-yard line as Alcoa in a hurry-up. And a good job leading the way that time by the senior offensive lineman, Brendan Pecora. And it will be another timeout by the Tornadoes, and we will be in or stay tuned for the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 halftime show paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer, with the Denzo scoreboard. Heath, there's a lot of action going around town tonight. William Blunt was able to schedule a Patsy and um, Oliver Springs to try to get in the win column tonight after really taking one on the chin against the Red Rebels last week. And Scott Cop, the athletic director from William Blunt, tweeted 
and had on Facebook earlier this week that he said, if anybody worried about Maryville, don't. They're going to be just fine. And two weeks from tonight, it will be Alcoa visiting Maryville. And, guys, if it was at full capacity, they could sell 10,000 tickets to that game because it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic ball game. I mean, you've got a senior, Parker McGill. The running back for Maryville is super talented. Quarterback Carson Jones for them now getting full-time duty. And you've got Alcoa with talent like Tahirin Sutter, Gray Carroll, Isaiah Cox, Camden Burden. A lot of the talk was that last year Alcoa was the younger team, that this year they'll be a little bit older. But Alcoa does have some young players as well that they're rotating in and out. So it's going to be a real fun game. Burden in at quarterback under center, stack eye. With Cannon dotting the eye, that's going to be free five yards from the Roadrunners once again as Burden's able to draw them off sides with his cadence. And that will also be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first and goal inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. That'll give the Tornadoes a first down at about the three-and-a-half or four-yard line. Three-and-a-half. So it will be, I believe, Safdar McCreary back in at quarterback. No, they're going to leave Camden Burden in there. They're going to continue the stack eye with Cannon dotting it. He'll get the ball. It's off tackle to the right, and did he get in? Yeah, I yep. like the shot out of the cannon and into the end zone, Martin. And just does get over the goal line into the red rectangle, and it'll be another six points. For the Alcoa Tornadoes as they extend their lead to 27 to nothing, pending the PAT from Jet Foley. Lunsford to hold. Snap. Low. Lunsford, good job getting the ball up. And it is through the uprights and doing. And Alcoa now leads 28 to nothing here at Austin East just before the half. We're going to take another break. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right after this. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this at a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Back at Austin East High School, and the kick by the Tornadoes Foley is short. And fielded at the 20 by number 24, that's Billingsley. And he will go down in a heap at the 26-yard line. And that's where the Roadrunners will set up first and 10 for this possession here late in the second quarter. And, Heath, if they're going to get something going here in the first half, it needs to be now. They're looking uphill at a 28 to nothing deficit. 
Well, Marty, I don't know how much time is left on the scoreboard, obviously, because of the clock malfunction. Alcoa took a few timeouts, which makes you think there's not much left here as now Austin East takes the field, and they really need to get the points on the board. They're down 28-0 to zero here in the winding minutes of the second quarter. And if they don't score and Alcoa gets the ball second half and is able to put four points on the board, that starts mercy rule. So Austin has got to be real careful. They've got a talent in Keon Smith, but can he throw the football down the field and stretch this defense? Yeah, that's something he's not shown he can do yet is he still has the ball. He just kind of flips it out in desperation to his receiver, and it's incomplete. And Smith is slow to get up as he's ran for his life this whole first half. Getting absolutely beat up. And unfortunately, Marty, he's one of the few playmakers they have, so they're just kind of using him as as much as they can. But, Marty, that's the same way last year in the last few seasons with Trey Foster. Trey was the same way. He was that kind of Mr. Do It All. But the thing, the difference between the two, Marty, is Trey Foster was much bigger, much more yes. physical, and could take a lot of these hits. Keon Smith is getting really worn down, and it's only the first half. And he's listed at a buck seventy, but he doesn't look that big as he works from a shotgun with one running back and three receivers to the right. They move left to right on your listing device, and it'll be a give to Billingsley off tackle. Fumble. He fumbles out course, picked up the fumble, and Major Newman will take it into the red rectangle and another Alcoa touchdown, an everything orthodontics touchdown to push the lead to thirty-four nothing, pending the PAT. Heath, you know what else is pending? Mercy rule. Mercy rule. And if we can get this PAT through, get to halftime, we'll come out in the second half with a running clock and hopefully be able to get out of here before there's anything uh, substantial as far as the weather goes this evening. A special secret safe place for newborns. Social media shout-out goes to Kent Johnson. Kent, thanks for listening in. We appreciate it. And over on the Denzo scoreboard, Josh Livingston, who is our correspondent, up at Sevier County says the Sevier County Bears have just taken a 14 to nothing lead late in the second half over the Heritage Mountaineers. Hate to hear that. As Foley on for the PAT, the kick up, he missed it. He pushed it right, and he's done that a few times so far this year. The hold was good. The snap was good. He just pushed it, and we're at 34 to nothing, and that will not be mercy rule. We gooched ourselves. So... <laughs> Second up, 30-second break. We'll be back with more first-half action with Alcoy leading 34 to nothing right after this. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career, you can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. We are back at Austin East High School. The Tornadoes just picked up a fumble from Billingsley and Major Newman ran it into the end zone for an Alcoa touchdown. The PAT was no good. That leaves us at 34 to nothing, Alcoa, as we near the end of the first half. We are still without a play clock on the field or a game clock. The play clocks work. The game clock doesn't. Uh, but the only thing that's important right now, Heath, is the gas 34, home zero. 
And it will be Foley once again with a short step off for the kickoff. It's high angled toward the right sideline. It's caught. He's going to try to get to his wedge. It's not going to be able to. And that is Billingsley once again. He's touched the ball a lot, and he's taken a lot of beating here in the first half as well. Yeah, these players in the backfield at the quarterback and running back position have to be worn out as they have gotten a ton of touches again as Austin East really hasn't gone to the air much, and Alcoa has made them pay for it as they have bruised them up quite a bit, and it is only the first half. So, uh, Marty, also want to give a few social media shout-outs to some people out there that have been tuning in to us. So like to thank uh, Lee Carroll, Will Boggs, Susan Upton, B.T. Thomas, Tony Staley, M.A.N., Becky Grisham-Dunkel, Kevin Boyle, Coretta Mambo, and Tanya Jarman for tuning in to the broadcast tonight. Awesome. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. It will be awesome. He's just going to take it forward, straight ahead, pick up about two on first down. And it looks to me like they're just willing to let the clock run out and go to the dressing room down 34 to nothing. The only thing bad about that, Heath, is mixed PAT does not put us in the mercy rule to start the third quarter. No, it certainly doesn't, Marty. But Alcoa, the way that they've been scoring, more than likely will we'll get there pretty quickly in the second half. But your coach, Mays, you, you certainly want to get to half at this point as it has just been all Alcoa. Get your players in the locker room and try to figure out something to slow the bleeding and fix this mess. Yeah, it is a mess. And right now it's going to be the quarterback, Smith, Keon, going backwards. And he's hit again, and he's slow to get up once more, and he just kind of stumbles back to the backfield. And Or is that that's a running back? I guess they were able to get it to Billingsley that time. And he was the one that took another hit, and he's, he's taken a lot tonight along with the quarterback, Keon Smith. And uh, once again, it's got to be near the end of the first half. Yeah, that hit was brought to you by Zane Insane in the membrane bottom with the big-time hit. And we've got a timeout from the Tornadoes now, Marty. So surprising timeout from Alcoa. I mean, again, we can't see the clock. We don't know how much time's left, but maybe there's enough. That Alcoa is thinking about getting this football back. Uh, indeed, and, and it looks that way. I, I don't think Alcoa has any more timeouts left to go. They do not in the first half. So they're banking on making a stop on third down getting the ball back, and then Rankin always has good special teams. And there was a time at Alcoa when they scored a lot on punt return. So we'll see what they can force here, see what they've got drawn up on special teams, if nothing else. And we'll see if they can't just throw it toward the end zone for a Hail Mary. Once again, we don't know how much time's left. Alcoa does, and they know that they do have enough time to have the ball once more if they make the stop here on third and 11. Yeah, we're in the final minutes, seconds here of the second quarter. We're not quite sure because of the clock error, but it is 34-0. to zero. Alcoa leads. Austin East has the football right now. It's third and 11. Alcoa just called the timeout, so makes us believe there is uh, Alcoa's, there's still enough time for Alcoa to try to get the football back here. So third and 11, and both teams back onto the field getting ready to line things up. And on to replace Billingsley is Matthew Cronbuell, he goes five six a buck twenty. So not a lot of padding there to take the hits from the tornadoes. And it's Smith. He's just going to basically sprint to the right, and he'll sprint out of bounds and do Alcoa a favor right there. 
And as a senior, you got to know you slide right there before you run out of bounds to stop the clock. Well, and that's the thing, too, Marty, is you're right. Uh, you know, this wasn't intended to happen. As uh, he comes to the sideline, starting to walk back, Coach Mays meets him before he gets back on the field. He kind of questions, what are you doing? You just stopped the clock for Alcoa. Right. And now it's fourth down, and it will be the Roadrunners to punt. And let's see, uh, Alcoa's got Anderson back deep. They've got, it uh, looks like, they're, uh, looks like I think this is going to be a quick kick. No, there's no time. So evidently, what was that? That'll end it. That'll end the first half right there. We weren't sure how much time was on the clock. Uh, evidently, it was enough time just to take a snap, take a knee. They don't have to kick. They will go to the locker room. Both teams will with Alcoa leading 34 to nothing. Remember to stay tuned for the Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20 halftime report with the Denzo scoreboard. Bob Ramsey halftime is paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey treasurer. We'll be back in three minutes with your halftime report with the Triple D team. This is Marty Millsaps. I'll be stepping out. I'll come back in the third quarter. We'll see you soon. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blount County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. 
Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at at WhitlockCPA.com. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Fumble recovery returned for a touchdown. 
Bowie is four or five in extra points, and that is why we are at 34 to zero. So far tonight, Zach Lunsford is three or five for 39 yards. Safdar McCrary, one of five for 17. Lunsford also accounted for the interception. Safar or Safdar McCrary, five of 45 in rushing. Isaiah Cox, one rush, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Also, Jordan Harris, six attempts, 52 yards. Elijah Cannon, also three rushing attempts, 24 yards, and two touchdowns. So far tonight, Heath, it has been all Alcoa as they are totally dominating the Austin East Roadrunners tonight. Again, the score of 34-2-0 at this point. Yeah, Scott, it has just been all Alcoa, as you can tell. What are your thoughts on the first half? Just exactly what I said. This is all Alcoa. They started off just a little bit slow, but in the second quarter really picked it up. Defense, again, has given Keon Smith nothing to work with. He, he has been running for his life almost the entire game. Yeah, I and mean, Keon Smith really is the only thing they've had going for the entire game so, so far. And not a whole lot doing for him either, as Alcoa has started to figure some things out and make the necessary adjustments. But, uh, Alcoa playing well, and how about the play of uh, Jordan Harris and Elijah Cannon? I've uh, been really impressed, but I was impressed last week with both of them. They played really well against Blackman. Um, Elijah, I definitely could see a little bit of Tristan Blankenship in him, just a younger version. Uh, a lot of power, a good runner, and um, he's looking at tonight. Yeah, he certainly is, and we've certainly found more than likely our uh, running back tandem of the future. As a Harris, only a sophomore, and um, Cannon, only a freshman. So we'll definitely at least see them for three more seasons playing together. So you lose Ahmad Sankey after this year, who is a senior. You lose Isaiah Cox, who's a senior. You lose Ronald Jackson. So need some star young playmakers to really start stepping up, and I think we found them. So that's, uh, that's pretty exciting if you're Alcoa to already start to see those young men mature before your eyes. Exactly, Heath. It's very promising. I enjoy watching what I'm saying. Yeah, and Scott, how about the play of the two quarterbacks so far? I mean, last week, Safdar McCreary, 6 of 6, 115 yards and a touchdown. Uh, not as much luck tonight so far through the air. No, not so much, but he's just barely missed on a few passes. Yeah. The receivers just not getting to the ball in time. But um, definitely showing off his arm. Um, still got a few more weeks for Maribel for him to get that down. But looking good so far, Zach Lunsford, though, picking that up, 3 of 5 for 39. So, And then one kind of oops pass I think he threw that was intercepted. But other than that, both quarterbacks doing extremely well. Absolutely. Well, you're listening to the halftime show here in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week on 100.9 FM, 8.50 a.m. Rocky Top Sports Radio. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel. We're going to take a two-minute break, and when we return, we'll be joined on the headset by none other than Trevor Dunkel, who will bring us Trevor's Tornado Trivia, as as well as the scoreboard updates so far for tonight. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. 
We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal Opportunity Employer. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. better you should know better when you face the alcoa tornadoes what you're about to get yourself into and so far the roadrunners have gotten themselves into a 34 to 0 deficit as the tornadoes have been on a roll here in the first half you're listening to the halftime show brought to you by bob ramsey state representative district 20 paid for by the committee to elect bob ramsey bob ramsey treasurer i'm Heath Dunkel alongside trevor dunkel on the headset now with me and uh, Trevor, before we start to talk about the scoreboard update, you've got Trevor's Tornado Trivia brought to you by Windy City Grill to kick things off. 
Thank you, Heath. Um, so, again, like you said, it is uh, Trevor's Tornado Trivia brought to you by Windy City Grill. Um, we'll be post. I'll announce it um, here in a moment. We'll post it on both Facebook and Twitter. And the first person who can answer correctly on either Facebook or Twitter, um, just comment or uh, uh, answer on, on Twitter, um, will win a $10 gift card to Windy City Grill. So without further ado, the question this week is, during the regular season in the last 10 years, Austin East and Alcoa have played each other five times. Alcoa dominates the series 4-1. to one. What year did Alcoa beat Austin East by the highest margin? Again, um, look for the posts on Twitter and Facebook to respond to that, and we'll let you guys know who gets that correct. And, again, whoever gets it correct will get a $10 gift card to Windy City Grill. Um, so to move on to the Denso scoreboard updates, we have uh, quite a few um, updates here. Um, unlike last week where we were playing on Saturday, it was kind of hard to give um, live updates when almost all of the games were, were finished. But let's go ahead and start in our uh, local game. So Heritage last week winning for the first time since 2017, um, take, or hosting the Sevier County Smoky Bears. At the half, Sevier County is leading 14-0. to zero. So hopefully Heritage can make a comeback in the second half there. Um, and then William Blunt hosting Oliver Springs tonight. That is also at the half. William Blunt leading 27-0. to zero. And then Loudon Redskins uh, went over to, uh, or across the bridge, I should say, to Lenore City to take off the Panthers. And Loudon is winning 24-0. to zero. They just started the third quarter. Um, and then Greenback uh, having a terrible loss last week against Loudon, losing 41-0. to zero. Hoping to bounce back this week. Unfortunately, it does not look like that's going to happen as Meigs County is beating them at the half 25-0. to zero. Um, and then moving on to regional um, updates, uh, Kingston and Scott are off tonight, um, but Gallenberg-Pittman uh, uh, traveled over to Kings Academy tonight. Kings Academy had a uh, – or I'm sorry, that was Thursday night that that happened. Gallenberg-Pittman was off last week and traveled to Kings Academy last night to take on uh, the Lions. Kings Academy winning that game last night 39-13. to and then Northview Academy taking on Cock County tonight. Uh, Cock County leading that 27-0 to zero at the half. Um, and then going into the half, Pigeon Forge and uh, Granger County were battling it out. Granger was winning 6-0, to zero, but um, at the beginning of the third quarter, Pigeon Forge scored. And now it's notched up at 6, still in the third quarter. Um, and then uh, come some other Thursday night games, Powell and Anderson County. Anderson County beating Clinton last week and uh, Powell winning as well. So both were going into the game undefeated so far. It was a very close game. I remember Scott and I watching uh, the very end on a late touchdown by Powell. So Powell went, won 31-29. to um, And then South Doyle traveled to Grace Christian last night. Grace Christian won 15-0. to um, and then still in the second quarter, Central leading Fulton 14-0. to Carter leading Campbell County 14-13, to a really close game there in the second quarter. And Cleveland leading Hardin Valley 21-6. to um, And then two games that were postponed as Halls against Carnes. So, like, Carnes can't ever play. They didn't get to play last week <laughs> due to COVID concerns. And then uh, 
Dobbins, Bennett, and Oak Ridge is postponed to tomorrow. No word on if Halls and Carnes will play tomorrow or what's going on there. It was weather-related, so they may play tomorrow. Also, might be also building the dam. They are the <laughs> um, And then Farragut and West playing tomorrow. Um, also, another update at the half, CAK leading Clinton 14-0. to And then another huge game tomorrow with Catholic host Trinity Christian. Trinity Christian out of Texas is uh, the school that is coached by Deion Sanders. So that's it's going to be a great game. Yeah, that's exciting. Actually, I uh, saw someone tweet this week to Dion from Alcoa, one of Alcoa's Twitter pages, and said, hey, Dion, if you're looking for a game, we'd love, <laughs> we'd love to see you. We'll definitely make, make room for you. And that would be so fun to see between these two powerhouses playing each other. But, Trevor, thanks for the scoreboard updates. Uh, before we continue on, um, some social media shout-outs. Number one, Adrian Harrell. We'd like to thank her for listening to the broadcast tonight, as she does each and every week. Um, I'd like to thank Jamie Lunsford, Cliff Lunsford, the parents um, of Zach Lunsford, uh, that always tune in when they can, and then otherwise we're in the stands cheering on their boys. We appreciate their support. Yvonne Sankey, Yvonne Sankey's grandmother, Micah Dukes, Chris Birch, Coretta Mambo, and then we've also got just a few more. Let me get to them here. As uh, Jacob Latham, Derek Freeman, Ashley Murr, James Rayner, and Alan Summerall. We thank you guys for tuning in, and thank you for your support each and every week. But, Trevor, uh, you talked about some really great games and scores of interest, and one of them that really stuck out to me was that uh, that Powell game last night against Anderson County. That was an epic matchup. And how about Jordan Pott and the epic play where, I mean, he just scrambled for his life, oh, yeah. was able to make something out of nothing, and then get it into the end zone for a touchdown to take the lead near the end of that ball game. You know, there was some smack talk back and forth on Twitter between the two schools. After it was over, Jordan Potts got on Twitter and said, winners win. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you definitely got to, um, at some point, just shut up and let your game do the talking. Yeah, absolutely. And Potts did just that. So congratulations to them on a terrific win. And Trevor, thanks so much for uh, putting on the headset. And we appreciate your work each and every week. But we're getting ready to get things rolled, rocking and rolling again. So we're going to take a one-minute break, and when we come back, Marty Millsap back on the headset to bring you the second half along with myself. You're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Thanks for tuning in to the Halftime Show. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. 
Welcome back, Tornado fans and family. Well, you got about 38 seconds left in half. Alcoa is teeing it up in the form of number 95. That is Jet Foley. And back to receive will be the Roadrunners. And it is number 20. That's, well, no Billingsley's back there, number 24. And number 20 is, he's got that hard-to-pronounce name. It's Crombule. So they are back deep, and we are now waiting the official to give us the okay to start the second half. Alcor leads 34 to nothing. We are one point away from Mercy Rule. Also, Marty, I don't know if you noticed, I just realized the clock worked at the half. Yeah, I asked him about that. They said uh, it does continuously run, but it won't stop start or anything oh, in between. Once you stop it, it's done. They said it got wet last week and it caused some problems. So I was I was on the spot. I wasn't only down there stealing food. There's a fumble on the kick, and it goes out of bounds at about the 23-yard line, and that's where Austin East will start off this possession. And I would like to go ahead and do some secret safe place for – Newborns in Tennessee, social media shout-outs while we can. Letitia Kerbo-Flynn, Amy Hayes-Merritt, Janet Pearson, Brenda Spence, Ricky Rutherford, my buddy, Megan Tate, Paula Rahoff, uh, Rick Payne, Christy McAtee, Kathy Owens, Stacey Snowden, um, Charles Ratledge, Riley Trapp, who is one of our sponsors. Go see Riley at Twin City Certified in Maryville. They'll put you in a very well-priced, and certified pre-owned vehicle screen pass. Oh, my goodness. Out to the right and complete to number four of the Roadrunners. That is Larry Brown, and he is just upended. Was that Camden Burden, Heath? No, Marty. That was the sophomore, Jordan Harris, with the hit. Wow. Boy, he has played an outstanding game. I couldn't tell if it was an eight or a nine, but, man, he – Laid the smack us down on the Roadrunners on that play. That's a loss of about, ooh, eight yards on the screen. And Ray, uh, back to shout-outs, Ray Panzera, Jason Darnell, Zach Elias, listening from Canada, Lisa Cox, uh, Donnie Lockett, and my buddy from Franklin, Tennessee, as there's another loss on the play. And is that the quarterback that went down, Heath Smith? I believe that's number 28. That's number 28. Another running back into the game for the... That was John John Mathis. John John Mathis. He had a, a couple of runs in the first half, but William Alexander, a buddy of mine listening in, in Franklin, Tennessee. Thank you guys for listening in, and we'll get back to the action. I'll quit doing shout-outs. It is the Tornadoes on third down and 26 at their... Roughly eight-yard line, and it's Keon Smith in the shotgun. He's going to roll briefly to his right, and he's going to try to follow a fumble. It is loose, and I believe that's Major Newman. They come up number 19. Yeah, Marty, that's actually number 19 of the Tornadoes, Jamal Williams, the 5'6", yep. 135-pound junior linebacker with the recovery. And he's, a, as you said, a junior, and Alcoa ready to strike gold early as they will start this series in the common sense pest control red zone first and goal at the eight and Lunsford will be the starting quarterback here in the second half 
as Alcoa enjoys a 34 to nothing lead. It is Camden Burden and Isaiah Cox to the right, and looks like Eddie Salter, the running back in the back. Too. And it is a complete, beautifully thrown pass for the score. That is number two, I believe. That is Solomon Tyson on the grab, and there's somebody down, and it is a tornado. I'm not sure who, but the score is now 40 to nothing. Alcoa, Peggy Bratt, quick on the scene. That may be Joe Tusk who's down, Marty, and that was uh, Camden Burden on the reception. Ah, the number eight. Boy, he is an athlete, and he just ran a perfect post pattern. And it was a beautifully thrown pass from Zach Lunsford. And that looks like the Zach that we know, what we've seen on film and what we've seen him do over the summer. And not good. Peggy Brad is checking the knee of this young man, and I hate to see that. Yeah, Yeah, the last thing you want to see here is for them to start messing around with the knee because you start thinking ACL, MCL, start to really get worried. Hopefully, already there's just some cramps around the area. But, yeah, the knee – Working on something close to the knee certainly doesn't look good whatsoever. No, it doesn't, and she's checking his knee, and that is an ACL she's checking on. Um, not good. Yeah, they're doing all the stuff that 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 the doctors did on me when I did two of mine. So you hope you hope it's just like a hyperextended knee. Yeah, we, 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 you know these guys are young. They've got more elasticity in their ligaments than. You know, us older guys or even the guys that, you know, get to be 25, 30 years old. And they're really giving him a check. He's, uh, Peggy's good when she checks on these athletes. Um, let's do a Lloyd's Lawn Care timeout, and we'll be going for 30 seconds. When we come back, it'll be Alcoa attempting a PAT as they lead 40 to nothing here at Austin East. We all come from any walks of life. But no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. back here at Austin East High School. Um, that was Joe Tuff that they just stepped off the field, and it, it doesn't look good. That may be the season for that young man, and I hate it. He tried to walk off on his own accord and strength and was unable to do so, and a couple of his teammates come and helped him off the field, and they're helping him to the bench now, where Peggy will continue to administer some medical assistance. And it is... Up and doing, and Al Cornelli's 41 to nothing. And Heath, we all know what that means. Mercy rule. Mercy rule. And it's all been, all been Al tonight, Heath, from the very onset. And they continue the, the, their way of play here in the second half. It's relentless. But you don't want to see start to see now a lot of injuries starting to add up in a uh, game that's got a 40-point spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to start getting some of these younger guys in. Try to do your best to try to avoid any major injuries and let a lot of these guys get some playing time. We saw there 
a lot more second-team players on the defense for Alcoa. Still some first-stringers in for that offense right there. And even on the kickoff team right here, Marty, it looks like we've got some younger guys out here. It does indeed, and they're going to replace some too. Now, a summer all goes off, and a new tornado comes on. That is number 33 for Alcoa, and that is Jules Scales. And the kick is going to be short, and it's going to be picked up by Alcoa on a pooch kick. The Roadrunners did not field it, and it took one bounce and right into the arms of a tornado on the far sideline, and Alcoa will have the ball at the Austin East 30-yard line. Why wasn't he allowed to tell you back? I'm guessing that's going to be just like a muff, where if you don't catch it in the air, Maria yeah, just got the official word. Uh, real Mr. Dunkel over here. Uh, he says you're not allowed to advance it. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like a muff, and you can't advance it. Needless to say, it's first and ten for Alcoa at the Austin East 30-yard line. And Austin East will come out with, it looks like, Sadfar is back in at quarterback, and the give will be to number nine, Marty, that's number six, Eddie Salter. Eddie Salter. You called that earlier he was in the game. So, Eddie Salter, Eddie not so bitty Salter, although he is 5'6", 155, getting some prime time playing. There's another player down now, and that looks to be – I can't tell. Yeah, number seven. It looks mm. like of Austin East. That is Maurice Davis, but Davis is – gotten back up and he's just slowly gingerly walking his way to the sidelines with the athletic trainer so glad to see him get up indeed don't know how much time's left but we are in the third quarter and it is 41 to nothing alcoa they have the ball first and 10 at the 19 18 yard line they are now in the common sense pest control red zone Looking to add to their lead, and the clock still should be run, running right now. High formation, and it is a pitch to Salter, who turns it upfield. Camden Burden was our quarterback on the play, and there's flags on the play late, so I'm not sure what they're going to call, but it looks to be a hold against Alcoa. Yeah. And that was late. That was behind the play as well, Heath. I'd like to thank our host tonight and thank them for the food that I was given at halftime. That was a good meal. I got a big plate of barbecue, some potato salad, and some baked beans. And that'll take the ball all the way back to the original line of scrimmage on this drive, which was the 30-yard line, and it'll be first down now and 21 to go for a first down. Alcoa's got to get the ball to the Austin East nine-yard line. And it's a fake jet sweep. Burden's still in the game at quarterback. He goes inside the 25 down to the 23. And, you know, you want to protect your quarterback, but you don't want to do it with a third-team quarterback that is in talent that is as talented as Camden Burden, that also plays so many positions on the field. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't want to do it with a third-string quarterback one of your starting linebackers. Right, and starting receivers. Yeah, so I'm not sure if they just don't have any other maybe younger quarterbacks they want to get in the game at this point, but I wouldn't mind seeing some more South Star McCrary and 
Zach continue to rotate because I think the more work and opportunities they can get to just continue to build uh, and get comfortable in the system, the better off they'll be. But this time, Burden hands it off to Salter. Oh, and he gets his head warped off. And he's still on his feet, Heath. He broke four, five, six tackles on the way to pay dirt and the red rectangle. And that pushes the score to 47 to nothing. And that is a highlight play right there that'll end up on the film somewhere. I don't know how they did not get him down. They converged. That one, the first guy almost took his head off. Yeah. And he was able to keep his feet. It'll just show you how strong and balanced these kids are. And, the amount of time that they, they spend in the gym and with the speed and agility. Well, it also shows you how not-so-itty-bitty Mr. Salter is there as he just continues to shed off tackles left and right and then continue on, keep the feet churning, and find his way into the end zone. And this lead has been extended. So 47-0, to Alcoa leads here in the third quarter. And now getting ready for the kick is Jeff Foley. Earlier, he uh, was just a little bit to the right. This one is right down Broad Street. And your score now in the third quarter, Alcoa 48, Boston East 0. We're going to take a quick one-minute break. We'll be back in just a minute. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. In Blunt County, we believe in faith, family, and football. That's what our neighbor Jerome Moon is fighting to protect in Nashville. A conservative who stands with our veterans, Jerome Moon cut taxes on groceries and created jobs for Blunt County families. Jerome increased funding for public schools, is endorsed by the NRA, and will never defund our police. Veteran, businessman, leader, Jerome Moon. Paid for by Jerome Moon for State House, Steve West Treasurer. We're back in Austin East where the kickoff from Alcoa sails out of bounds and that will give Austin East, or actually it's returned over on the far side, almost kicked out of bounds, the return to the 33 where Austin East will set up first down and 10, trailing 48 to nothing, clock running. And they'll try just a sprint outside. A good effort by the running back. That's number 20. Crombuel. And he'll pick up about two yards, set up second and eight. And uh, Austin East will huddle and come back out with a play soon. There's still some starters out there defensively for Alcoa, although I do see some reserves starting to sprinkle in. Marty as Jacob Latham there with the tackle. And shotgun for Austin A. Smith takes a snap. He looks. He'll just give right up the middle to number 20 once again. That is Crawhambule. 
and he'll take it out to the 40. And it'll be about third down and three. And this so far, Heath, only two plays in, has been one of the best series for the Roadrunners in a long time this evening. Yeah, absolutely, Marty. As Hayden Latham and Justin Green for the Tornadoes coming up there to make the tackle. But, yeah, the positive yardage here is something the Austin East Roadrunners haven't seen in a while. So it's now third and four. And the snap, it'll be a give one time to – Number 20 breaks one tackle. He's not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. And Crombule will lose about a yard on the play, and it'll set up a fourth down and a long three or or four. And we'll see if the Roadrunners decide to punt or go for it. Looks like they're keeping the offense on the field. I think they're just letting the clock run as much as possible. They've got 20 seconds on the play clock. They send the play back in with Keon Smith, the quarterback, so they will go. Why not? Wow. They will line up at a shotgun. <clears throat> Smith will send three receivers to the left, and it'll be Crohenbuehl that will remain in the backfield with Smith. Smith oh. drops the ball and will fall on it, and that's not going to do it as they'll lose two more yards on the snap. And it'll turn the ball over on downs to the Tornadoes, who don't need good field position as it is, but will take over in Roadrunner territory at the Roadrunner 37-yard line. Quarterback position, but Marty, it's the end of the third quarter. End of the third quarter. We're going to take a Louise Lawn Care timeout, and we'll be back in 60 seconds with fourth quarter action from Austin East High School right after this. Alcoa leads 48 to nothing. Doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blount County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Austin East High School, where the Tornadoes lead 48 to nothing, and they're looking for more as Salter takes the handoff and goes basically right up the gut down to the 16-yard line, and that once again will be in the common sense pest control red zone, and the Alcoa Tornadoes ready to strike here early in the fourth. (laughs) 
First and 10, that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And it's sad for McCreary back in the game. He's going to throw. He's going to be flushed out of the pocket. He's going to run to his left. He's going to have lots of room. And if he's smart, he would just go down. But he doesn't. He gets into the red rectangle, which gives Alcoa six more points and makes it 54 to nothing over the Roadrunners. And Heath, no points for the Roadrunners. And Alcoa starting out this season, if they can finish, once again, shutting out a district opponent. Continuing that streak, Marty, as the last season, Alcoa shut out the region and outscored them 305 to zero. Tonight, 54 to zero to start region play. Now make it 55 as Jet Foley's kick is up and doing. So now 55 to zero, Alcoa leads and a fantastic first game of region play for the Tornadoes as they are just having their will out there against the Roadrunners. And Austin is going to have to try to figure some things out before next week, and hopefully Coach Mays is able to do that. But Coach Mays, Marty, it's his first time head co- being a head coach since 2010, so it's been a decade since he was a head coach at a high school for a high school. Um, uh, his last head coaching stint was an East Waterloo High in Iowa, his alma mater. And uh, Coach Mays has an interesting history. Is uh, he was uh, he played at East Waterloo High, was a very talented player, had the opportunity from there to uh, get a full ride scholarship with Iowa State. Played his freshman year there, um, then ended up transferring and finishing his college career at Southern University. After playing there, played one year in the NFL for the Jacksonville Jaguars under Tom Coughlin. And then after doing that, has kind of been in the coaching business since, Marty. So um, spent some time at East East Waterloo High. Uh, Then coming here, his wife, from what uh, recent story I read, got a really great job in Knoxville, so they moved to Tennessee. He spent five seasons as the defensive coordinator for Austin East. For Jeff Phillips, after seven seasons, decided to resign. I believe Phillips ended up moving to Georgia. He did. So they were looking for someone to fill the role and felt the natural fit was the defensive coordinator who already knew the players in Coach Mays. So a natural fit as he takes over in his first head coaching stint again in a decade. So a lot to learn, again, at the head coaching position. Indeed. And right now the learning is coming uh, very difficult and painfully at the hands of the Tornadoes, 55 to nothing. Quick social media shout-out, secret safe place for newborns in Tennessee, to Connie Guttrich. Thank you, Connie and Sonia Alley. Thank you guys for checking in with us on social media, texting, and um, we appreciate it. And so do the Tornadoes, who lead 55 nothing. as the Tornadoes send three receivers right, and they give the ball. It's actually given to a new running back in the game. He's slippery. That's not good, though. No, he he fumbled the ball in the end zone. He kept giving up ground, and I believe that's going to be a safety, Heath, or they're going to call his progress down at the one, and that is a gift. But that was a new running back into the game. I believe that's number 22, and he'll learn really quick. You do not give up ground. Uh, Isaiah Flowers, he played last year, but – he kept giving up ground, thinking he was going to make a big play out of nothing, and, and he didn't. You cannot do that against the Tornado defense. There's timeout on the field again. We're going to take a Lloyd's lawn care timeout with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds at a-
Austin East High School, after telling you the score is Alcoa, 55, the Roadrunners, nada. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Roadrunners just give the ball off once again to Flowers, and he does well just to get back to the line of scrimmage, which is the one-yard line. And actually, that was second down, so they're going to say now third down, and 24 is going to be the distance the Roadrunners will have to go to pick up a first down. They've got it on the one-yard line. They've got to go out to the 25, so we'll see what play they have drawn up here. It better be one that doesn't take a lot of time to get the ball out of the backfield. And uh, there's an injured roadrunner hobbling off the field, and the give will go once again to Flowers, who may or may not get out of the end zone. The entire football has to break the plane. Uh, evidently it did. They're going to say he got out to about the two-inch line, and that is where it will be fourth down and roughly – Right at 25 to go, or long 24, and Austin East will send in the punt team. <clears throat> and a lot of backups now into the game for the Tornadoes as I feel the first sprinkle of the evening. Heath, we may have to move back under the tarp. Or we could just go ahead and call it. You want to? Yeah. Might as well get out of here. <laughs> we'll just talk to Coach Rankin, but Coach. Hey, sorry. Just uh, had to get to the house. It's going to rain. <laughs> Don't want to melt. We're so sweet. <laughs> So it will be <clears throat> Austin East moving from a regular standard set into a uh, – Yeah, well, they got a punter back there now that they've just brought in. They're bringing in some more players. I don't know what. There's a lot of confusion, and I'm assuming that Coach Mays is just wanting to play a lot of, of road runners and get some playing time in as the rain starts heavier now. It has stayed um, – Stayed neutral for most of the evening, but we're getting it now. And the kick punt is away. It's a high wobbler. It'll hit and take an Austin East bounce all the way out to the 40, 45, 49-yard line. That'll be a 48-yard kick and a net of 48 yards. So Austin East has to love that. And I'm, I promise you right now, Rankin will be working on that all week this next week because you cannot give up that much yards on a roll. And it looks like Zach Lunsford will be in a quarterback right now for the Tornadoes. He will indeed. As he trots out, the young sophomore that's got plenty of talent. <clears throat> First and 10 in Roadrunner territory at the 49 and a 55 to nothing lead for Alcoa. <clears throat> 
and a wobbly snap. It's given to the new running back into the game. That's number 25. There's also a flag down, and I think that will be a hold. Yeah, carried by Derek Foster, the 5'8", 155-pound junior running back on the carry. But due to the hold, we will move in the wrong direction. And you'll start seeing some of that. Clock still runs during this because of the mercy rule. <clears throat> but now with all the uh, the new substitutes in, you're going to see some of these kids start making some mistakes. But very important playing time here as Alcoa sends two receivers to the left, one to the right, and Lunsford will turn and give it once again to number 25. It's got a lot of room. He's at midfield. He's at the 40. Breaks tackle there. Breaks another one at the 30. And finally drug out of bounds at the 24-yard line is Derek Foster. Nice run. Nice job up front by the big uglies. And he was trying so hard to shed that last defender so he could take it to the house. We'll see if Coach Rankin rewards him and gives him a few more touches. Oh, he'll get he'll get the ball again. They're not going to pass right here up 55 to nothing. Although, I do know Rankin would probably, and Sweetland, the offensive coordinator, would love to get Zach a little bit more work here. Yeah. <clears throat> There'll they, be plenty of time to work next week against Scott County. It'll be another brutal, brutal beatdown at Alcoa next week. Join us for the pregame show at 7 and the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week will kick at 7.30. It looks like a delay of game. <laughs> Great. No, just a penalty. I've not seen lightning. I actually see some stars in the sky over in one direction. So let's just get this game in the books before it opens up. So there was <clears throat> movement on Alcoa. That will cost them five yards. It'll be first down and 15 from the Roadrunner 30-yard line. 55 nothing Alcoa. Lunsford would snap. He'll turn. He'll give it again. And that will go to Derek Foster as he face plants for a two-yard loss. The offensive player of the game for Keon Smith. Interesting. John, John. I mean, I would have went Keon, but again, not sure who the judge is, but John no. had a decent game. Billingsley really did too, but if you want to talk about the guy who really did his best to try to get them in this game at all, I would say Keon Smith. Or Billingsley. Billingsley took a lot of punishment in the first half. And Lunsford now, that must be close to the end of the ball game because Lunsford just took the snap and took a knee and looks over the sideline. That's going to give Alcoa a third down, and roughly they've got to get to the 15, so it's going to be 23 yards from here, and that's going to be it. That's going to be the ball game. Alcoa's going to win 55 to nothing. We don't know what the scoreboard reads, but evidently it has run out and expired, and that is the ball game, and Alcoa wins. Here in Austin East, 55 to nothing. Next week, we will be back at Goddard Field in Alcoa to host Scott County. Join us at 7 o'clock for the pretty game. And 7.30, we will kick off the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week right here on 100.9 FM, AM 850, or stream online at WKVL.com. We had a lot of people try to stream uh, tonight, and it actually... Uh, I think some people weren't able to get in just due to the number of people that streamed.
So thank you guys. Thank you for listening in. Stay tuned for the Bob Ramsey State Rep District 20 postgame show paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer, and the Denzo Scoreboard. This is Marty Millsaps. I'm going to sign off, hand it over to the Dunkel Three, and they'll have all the scores and highlights and stats from this game right after this. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DenzoCareers.com production to apply. Equal opportunity employer. in Maryville Game of the Week and post-game show brought to you by Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel here on the post-game show as the Alcoa Tornadoes defeat the Roadrunners of Austin East 55-0. to All Alcoa throughout this game. Alcoa finished last season outscoring their region 305-0, to completely shutting them out. And they start region play this year doing just that. So they continue that streak. And now we'll continue by turning over the statistical breakdown to Scott Dunkel. Mr. Dunkel, take it away. Thank you very much, Heath. We'll start with the host out, the Austin East Roadrunners. Nine rushes on 31 attempts. One of two in passing four, actually negative eight yards. 33 plays from scrimmage. One total yard offense. No score at all for Austin East as Alcoa just stifled them completely. Keon uh, Smith had 14 carries for 20 yards. That was the majority of the offense for Austin East tonight. For Alcoa, 300 yards on 23 attempts, 5 of 11 in passing, one interception, 64 yards, and no passing touchdowns. Alcoa did have six rushing and one defensive touchdown. Just a little quick breakdown individually. Zach Lunsford, 4 of 6 for 47 yards. Again, an interception and one touchdown. Saftar McCrary, five, 1 of 5 for 17 yards. No touchdowns. Leading rushers, Saftar McCrary, 6 rushes for 62 yards. 
and two touchdowns. Isaiah Cox, one rush, 60 yards, a touchdown. Landon Ford, or I'm sorry, that is Jordan Harris, six, rushes 52 yards. Elijah Cannon, three rushes, 24 yards, two touchdowns. Eddie Salter, three rushes, 56 yards. And Derek Foster, two rushes, 35. Salter also had a touchdown on that as well. Again, Alcoa with the win tonight, 55-0 to zero over Austin East. Totally a complete game tonight. Or I see Trevor's back on for us right now. And we're actually going to go over to Trevor now as he's going to get us updated on the scoreboard for tonight as well. Thank you, Scott. So the Denzo scoreboard updates, a lot of these games aren't finished, but that's something we're used to um, always with Alcoa having the, the mercy rule. Um, but um, here's some updates. Uh, Smoky Mount, or the Smoky Bears of Sevier County scoring a, another touchdown, and Heritage also scoring a touchdown. Um, however, Sevier County still leads 21-8 to near the uh, end of the fourth. So it looks like Heritage is about to get a um, another win this year, so we'll see how the rest of the year turns out on that. Um, and then Oliver Springs um, and William Blunt are playing. That's in the third quarter. However, um, William Blunt is leading 34-6, to so it looks like William Blunt will be um, going one and one as they lost to Maryville last week. Um, Loudon, uh, or yeah, Loudon traveled to Lenore City tonight. Um, Loudon leading 38-10. to near the end of the fourth, so it looks like Loudon's about to get their second win of the year while Lenore City gets their second loss of the year. Um, some more updates. Uh, again, Gatlinburg, Pittman, and Kings Academy played Thursday night. Kings Academy winning that one 39-13. Um, some other regional games um, as well are North Academy playing at Cox County. Looks like North Academy is uh, going to go – one and one after this week as they are losing 41 to eight in the fourth quarter. Um, Pigeon Forge went into half down six to zero against Granger County, but second half has been all theirs as they are actually leading now 19 to six late in the fourth. Um, Seymour uh, traveled to Gibbs, and I know Scott's going to be happy to hear this. Near the end of the fourth, Gibbs 42 to 19. Um, the Fulton travel to Central tonight. Central leading that 21-3. to Looks like Fulton's about to get their second loss of the season as that's late in the fourth quarter. Um, some other Thursday night games we'll recap as well. Powell beating Anderson County 31-29 to on a late touchdown. Grace Christian beating South Doyle on uh, our 15-0 to Thursday night as well. Um, Carter is leading Campbell County 17-13. to That's late in the third quarter. Cleveland leading the uh, Hardin Valley 28-12, to still in the third. Um, also, Halls versus Carnes uh, and the Dobbins-Bennett versus Oak Ridge games that were supposed to be tonight were both postponed to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like we've got an update after half where Halls and Carnes are going to play tomorrow at 1 p.m. Um, and then some other Saturday games, Farragut taking on West, and then the big game of the week, Trinity Christian from Texas traveled all the way to Knoxville to take on Catholic, and that's uh, Trinity Christian is the school that Deion Sanders coaches. That game will be at noon. Well, and, you know, Trevor, maybe we can talk to Dion tomorrow and let him know if they uh, 
want to really enjoy their time in Tennessee, go to Dollywood this week, check out the Smoky Mountains, and just stay one more week, and we'll play them next week. You know, okay. I mean, I think might as well while you're here, don't waste your travel and waste your gas. Like, do it to the fullest. Play Catholic, play Alcoa, and then go back home. So, well, I don't know how Alcoa would feel about that as they play Maryville next week. We always look forward to that game. So yeah, but if no one next week, be. Scott County. So, it, oh, yeah, that's so a good it'd be a that. great preparation for Maryville, and Maryville might be a cakewalk after that, considering <laughs> oh, yeah, <that'd> <laughs> you're playing a team from Texas. And typically, teams in Texas in high school football are pretty darn good. But, uh, Trevor, thanks for the scoreboard updates. Those were great. And um, I'll let you go ahead. I think you've got one more thing to go over. I did want to mention no one has uh, been able to get the answer correctly for Trevor's Tornado Trivia. So we are still looking for that answer. Remember, you can win a $10 gift card to Windy City Grill. So check us out on Twitter or Facebook and answer if you know the uh, if you know the answer to the question. And if you want a $10 gift card, you better uh, you better start doing your homework. So, uh, Trevor's Tornado Trivia, next person wins the $10 gift card to Windy City Grill. So we'll see who's able to answer that on Twitter or on Facebook. First one to answer wins. Well, Trevor, thank you again. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Marty. A fantastic ball game tonight as Alcoa moves to 2-0, and and they defeat the Roadrunners of Austin East tonight 55-0. to Thank you so much for tuning in to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week here on Rocky Top Sports Radio. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Marty Millsap, Scott Dunkel, Trevor Dunkel, and Andy back at the studio. And until next time, we say so long, good night, and yes, that just happened. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates. And they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. WKVL 850 AM Maryville. And WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville.